actually dollar signs. A little gradual decline. Hey, 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 hey. Shout him out, shout him out, shout out to Hey, you. shout out to Eastside TK. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. brother. That's a little intro song he made for us called Prolific. Nice. Prolific, little bitch. I see dollar signs. Yeah. Hey. Little ho. Cheers, my brother. <laughs> little, <laughs> little hat. Like uh, Big Sean said, little beard. Little beard. Like uh, too short. Mm-hmm. Too short's favorite word. Prolific podcast. Prolific podcast episode. What? Episode seven. seven. Yeah, I was asking. Girl. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> prolific what? Prolific what? It's like prolific? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Episode 7, Prolific Podcast, Prolific ladies and gentlemen. Podcast. Yours truly, Birdo and the mic. Boy, Will, Cafe Con Leche, Studios. We really rocking Live with that. Live and direct. We really rocking with that. I like that. A lot yeah. of good feedback. A lot of, a lot of funny feedback, which is what we enjoy. Hey, you man. know, we're all jokes. We like, we like a good time. We're clowns, but we all like jokes. We're clowns, but get shit popping real quick. Get it popping. This is uh, sponsored by, not really sponsored by, Grey Goose Cup, but we're drinking Eradura, Eradura tequila, tequila, sober. With a little bit of Chinola, a.k.a. passion fruit. A.k.a. maracuya. A little. A.k.a. a little splash of ruin here. A little splash of the lime. A little limon. A little limon can't go wrong. It just tastes really good. We drank this at the beach, like what, a week or two ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Flash's birthday. Shout out to Flash. Flash, we're getting mad shout outs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The start, my boy. Yeah, but anywho, anywho, uh, what do we got from today, bro? We got some exciting things today, guys. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, can I first uh, <laughs> go, go for it? And that's why I did it. That's why I did it this specific way. Specific. You know, if, you know, a lot of people have noticed that I am uh, <laughs> impulsive with some of the shit that I say, and I cut off Berto a lot. Um, I am not. A disrespectful person by any stretch of the means. I honestly do it, I think, subconsciously because I have a terrible memory. And if I don't get what I want to say out quickly, then... R.I.P. Yeah, it's done. It's, it's done. just it goes, into, it goes into the archive and I'm not getting it back. And then something else comes up. And then something else and comes up like, and I'm just like, wait. You're like, hold on, hold on. I gotta get it out. <laughs> so it's not me cutting off because I want to be heard. Like, you know, over, you know, fucking shadowing him. But it's just sometimes I'm like, fuck, if I don't say it right now, I'm, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. I feel the tension from across yeah. the table. Like, like, I got like that vein in my neck. I'm like sitting here like, oh, oh, oh. like that white boy from that meme. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that ass. 100%. That's literally how I feel on the inside. Maybe I'm not showing it, but that is the reason. But I definitely that's another thing I need to work on. Um, the swearing, I pipe down, but I'm not going to do it too much. So go bleep yourself yeah. um but other than that uh definitely gonna try not it's all good man. being it's impulsive good. you gotta just know it's not disrespectful it's not uh i know that way. but shout out to our viewers yeah, you know, the they, people don't, they that, don't know they're always like that guy is he, that guy is always cutting you <laughs> i'm like nah it's just you know it's this passion man it's passion passion but the thing is like in 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 real life, I'm a very quiet person. I'm a very like a man of few words. If I'm with like the boys, I'm like and shit. I'm definitely the one that likes to joke up, joke around the most. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a in a big room of people, I'm the one that speaks the le- like the least. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's just with certain topics. You know, the drinks help too, obviously. But 
I feel like sometimes I just have to get the shit out and then whatever. But I feel you, my brother. Enough to beat a dead horse. Um, a piece of shit, obviously. Thank you. <laughs> Clearly, our, our, our podcasts are becoming like a... <laughs> Uh, what do you call that shit? Uh, like an intervention? Like a, like a fucking uh, witch hunt. <laughs> like every episode, like, all right, so this episode, your boy Will is doing this. I need you to address that on the next yep. episode. Okay, so Will, just sit down, please. We all love you. <laughs> we love the podcast. But, man, come on. Like, you need to work on this. I'm just like, fuck. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. We're here. Prolific. Yeah. I am who I am. Prolific. Eradura. SMD. Chinola. SIS, too. If anyone knows what SMD is, then just SMD. Or EAD. Whichever one you prefer. I want to say EAD, but not a lot of people really like say it like that. So I just say SMD. I gotcha. usually say EAD, but... Anywho. Gotcha, gotcha. What are we talking about today, G? Man, we got uh, a couple things. So for one, I wanted to bring out the obvious. The we obvious. Talked about, we talked about it earlier. The big news. Um, so what's happening with, with Nike? All right? And not with Nike. We just... Uh, a little prick. The VP. So let me read this to you guys, a quick little snippet. So Nike announces Ann Hebert, VP and GM North America has departed the company. Why is that, Alberto? Hmm. Let me tell you. Hmm. Reported this week that Joe Hebert, her son of Nike, vice president and general manager of North America, Ann Hebert. So Ann Hebert, the mom, Joe Hebert, the son, used her credit card to purchase sneakers for his resell company, West Coast Streetwear. Nike said Ann Hebert disclosed relevant information to Nike. So basically, the little fuckface was We're going to call him Joseph, not Joe. We're going to call him Joseph. We're going to call him Joe Schmell. Yeah. He was using his mom's discount credit card, taking advantage that she's a VP of Nike, and purchasing all these sneakers that we wait patiently for at 10 a.m. on the sneakers app. People are getting... Ugh. To take yeah. L's. My, I mean, my biggest thing of that for me... Um, how the frick do you rack up a, what you said, 150K? Uh, from what I saw, it was 155, 155K worth of sneakers. And that goes unnoticed by your mother. If I spent like $12, $7 on my mom's card, she'd be like, Where'd, what did you buy? I have an answer for you. What? It's probably sarcastic, but it's some truth behind it. When you make that much fucking money, you don't yeah. look at your card and your account. And most likely, that's probably a business account, really? which is probably even worse. There's probably a lot more money there. So, yes, it's a joke a little bit. Haha, <laughs> hee But there's some truth behind it, too. Yeah. But... I feel like she wasn't totally in the dark. I feel like she probably was just like, yeah, go ahead. Of course. Of course. You know. Now, what do you think of, like, here's here's a messed up part about it, right? And we're going to go into the topics of just, like, raising children, I guess. That's what was on the, was on the yeah. schedule for today. Raising, raising children. Raising fucking. Badass kids. Yeah. Right? Raising all these badass. <laughs> Shanene's kids. <laughs> um, what pisses me off about that is how she was just released, right? Very soft. So it's not even... We were talking about it earlier and we are joking about it. Shout out to Rob because Rob... Oh, you're in the chat. So, you know... Yeah, I'm in the chat. Yeah. You never say anything, but you're in the chat. I'm a a ghost follower. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a dude just sitting there in the the dark, just like... So we're talking about it and it's true. Where I was like, man, if that would have been one of us, you know, minorities, blacks, we would have gotten... The same day that this was released to the public, 
the same day we would have gotten dragged out from Nike headquarters, beaten outside, <laughs> then handcuffed, yeah. then going to jail. Yeah. Probably would have seen a judge the same day. There's so much how quick shit happens. But this lady just stepped down from VP and Nike. Very quietly. That's going to be the slap on her wrist. Yeah. How you feel about that? How you, Do you think there's any truth to that? Depending on how much pull she has, obviously the company's going to be like, bro, we're Nike. We don't really need you. Like, who the fuck are you? You're a VP. Cool. Go fuck yourself. We're just, there's millions of people that want to fill that position. Yeah. Um, there's two. It's either they were just like, okay, listen, you have to go. Mm-hmm. Sorry, your son fucked up and you shouldn't have let that happen. We'll let you go quietly. Just resign. You know what I mean? Or unless you want us to make it ugly for you. Yeah. Because it's going to blow up. Because it's going to blow up. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can make it blow up if you want it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not so because they don't want all that publicity, but any publicity is good publicity. You know what I mean? But shit like that, it's like n- now you're fucking with people that really want to get these shoes and sneakerheads and, you know, they're going crazy because they didn't get it. Who knows if some guy in fucking West Virginia wanted to get the Jordans and didn't get it. He gets pissed off. He goes into a convenience store. Someone steps on his foot and he shoots him and kills him because he's pissed off. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But... um. It was either that, I think, or maybe it was just like, go quietly. We'll give you your nice little severance. You know, maybe you didn't know. Maybe you didn't know. Maybe we all knew. Who the fuck knows? But it's like, just go. Here's some money on the side. Until you find out something else, just go. We'll slap on the wrist. Everything's cool. We love you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I don't know, man. Fuck your son. Yeah, fuck your son, fucking Joseph. And not not because he was spending the money, but because now he put Nike in the in the front line. Yeah. Mind you, Nike's not gonna go anywhere. No. Nah. You know, like first That's like, what I'm saying. Like for that for a company like that, no publicity is is bad, essentially, because yeah. it's like it's just giving them more and it's like it's fucking Nike, bro. But it's crazy though, because all like throughout the whole pandemic, right? Like they're still releasing sneakers, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm a sneakerhead because I'm not a sneakerhead anymore. I still collect sneakers that I like, mainly Jordans, mainly just comfortable shit, right? But in the entire 2020, I didn't, I wasn't able to purchase one fucking pair of sneakers on the sneakers app, which is very rare. You know what I mean? Because the sneakers app, have you used the app before? No. So sneakers app is basically like, like any Jordan that drops, you can't go to the sneaker store or finish line. Full like locker. anymore? Anymore. That, that's, that was deaded like, I don't know, I'll say like six, seven years ago. Like no. Jordan doesn't, re- yes, bro. Exclusive Jordans, not like none of them freaking team Jordans. I'm talking about like the original like Jordan 26s. Yeah, like that doesn't even exist. Like the Jordan 26 and a half, like that. No, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about like OGs, ones, twos, threes, four, whatever. So and, none of those sneakers come out. Yeah, come in out like of stores. Foot Locker or nothing. They do, but it's all through apps. So that's why you don't uh. see. So back in my days when I first started collecting sneakers, you would have to go to a store, wow. make a line the night before. Yeah. Outside potentially mall, fight somebody. Oh no, no, potentially stab somebody. <laughs> have a mattress or an air. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. was the, the setup back then. So I guess that blew up too much, where it was a chaos, especially like Chicago, New York, like the bigger especially cities, especially New York, yeah. especially New York, right? So they've created everything's gonna be now on apps. So like you'll see sneaker stores have like you know Uptowns and like Nikes and stuff like that. But Jordans, good luck. Yeezys. Tell me if you've ever seen a pair of Yeezys in a store. I honestly, bro, I haven't bought. Jordans, I haven't bought Yeezys. Well, Jordans, I never even owned Yeezys, but I've never, I haven't bought Jordans in 
years, mm. bro. So Good. I, I had no fucking idea. Us too. Us too. Well, me too. You know, because we're all clearly we've all been in line behind the Hebrew family. <laughs> so it's like, but honestly, I just found it weird that all the whole. Damn, it's funny you say that. What? I saw some shit on on Twitter, but I didn't get the joke. It was like, oh, you're signing a line behind the Hebrew family. Yeah, that's what because that's what it. So you, so all the shoes usually drop at 10 a.m. Right? Yeah, like when it's a release, right? So what we do is every fiend like myself puts an alarm for 9:59, and then you click on the sneakers app, and it drops literally exactly at 10, right? So you click on your size, click purchase, whatever. As soon as you click that, it doesn't mean that you're getting the shoe. It yeah. says you're in line. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to say. So I saw the the meme today too that says you're in line. And then it says behind the Hebrew family. I didn't know her name was Hebrew. Like now you told me her name yeah, was Hebrew. And then now, now, now I was like, now, okay, now, now, now I get that. Because yes. I was like, someone posted, I was like, what does that mean? Everyone's like, yo, this shit's crazy. I was like, what's crazy about that? Yeah. So that's basically the kind of like the. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a rough year for the sneaker community. And now we kind of see why yeah. for a, a 2020. But how was he, how was he getting like first access though? Like because how, there's bots. Okay. So there's a bot that a lot of people have now where, you know, you click. My boy Adonis has one too. So it's like you click on certain. It's like you click at a certain time for a certain amount of pairs. And the, like the bot will automatically act like a person purchasing them. But you mm. got the drop on it. So it's like basically the bot beats every person that clicks on a phone. Mm. It's like some scheme that it's not a scheme, but it's like some way that the system gets to all the shoes that are released before like the public mm. can kind of get the drop on it so whatever a lot of people have bots that's how shit sells out within 15 minutes mm. which is fucking ridiculous because if you're making thousands of pairs you're going to tell me that if i'm trying to purchase here at 10 a.m and somebody in fucking oregon is trying to purchase at 7 a.m they're all going to just sell out thousands of pairs 25 30 thousands of pairs of sneakers you know what i mean like people don't there's not that many sneakerheads in the world so now we know it was clearly fucking joe schmo from Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt, you know? <laughs> so that solved a lot of the shit, but it it kind of goes to what we want to talk about today. Just having, like, fucking kids that yeah, they, they just do a lot of dumb shit. Now, do you think that... Um, I gotta work on my posture. Jesus Christ. Um, where's my squat belt? Yeah, where's my faja? Where's, uh, waist, where's tra- my waist, waist trainer? trainer for, where's my waist trainer? Waist trainer for those who don't speak Spanish. Um... Now, do you think that is part, like, when you see kids like that, do you think automatically it's the parents or it's the child's, um, like, their circle of friends and shit like that? Like, do you think that that is who to blame or is it the parents more? I think it's the parents because the parents is the people that allow the things to happen. So a child can do something, Mm -hmm. right? But if a parent doesn't correct it, the child is going to think nothing is wrong. So that goes to like disrespect, telling your parents, no, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's where it kind of starts. Yeah. But do you think that like, say your daughters, for instance, like you tell them, oh, they're going to go to who uh, Stephanie's house or some shit like that. Stephanie seems like a cool girl. She seems like a nice girl, but deep down she's a little thought or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't know that, mm-hmm. but your daughters are hanging out with her and then they start to kind of, you know, get affected by that and they start acting like that. Like, who is... Like, when you see that from on somebody else, like, who do you think is to blame? Like, the... 
Because sometimes the people that they chill with, they seem like little angels. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Until they, you know, oh, yeah. hey, bye, I see you. And then they fucking turn into little demons. Yeah, I mean, we all did that. I, I, I mean, left I did. my parents. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I left my house in the morning with my freaking shirt tucked in. And, all, and the minute I got off that, not even on the off the bus, getting on the bus, I was like, nah, I got to tuck my shirt out. My pants got to be sagging. So I get it. But I do rag on. <laughs> the whole time. You know, women women do it too. You know, like I remember my fiance saying the same thing. That she would leave her house with like jeans on and under her jeans were like freaking coochie cutters ready for the club. But she wouldn't let her parents see that. Club. But she'd be like, oh, hey, I'm going to the library. And she's really going to fucking Tipico or Boulevard. You know what I mean? So like, it's like library at 9 p.m. Like, yes, mom, I have a midterm. I'm like, okay. It's like, that's like the fourth midterm this month. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, I don't think I can't blame the influencer. You know what I mean? My job is my job as a parent is to correct the follower. So if my children are following something, which they're going to, there's TikTok, there's a whole yeah. bunch of shit that people follow, right? The kids follow. If I, if I catch on to it, that's another thing. That's something I, I became good at. It's like just hiding it mm-hmm. from my parents, right? If I get to the point of catching it, then it's just my job to correct it. I don't care. I'm, I can't blame or try to figure out where'd you get it from. I think that's the mm-hmm. dumbest question ever because you'll never get the answer from your, your, your children. I mean, obviously with this, it's like I can only be very limited with my mm-hmm. opinions because I don't have kids. But... Um, I feel like if you're open with your kids and like they don't feel like afraid that they can be truthful with you, you know what I mean? Where it's like you're almost like their friend, but they still know that you're their parent. You mm. know what I mean? Like you, there is a fucking fine line. Put some line. respect on my name. You know, put some respect. Respect. You know, R E S P E K. K. Capital K. Capital like the, fucking like K. Like the K from like special K. Backwards cereal. K. Like <laughs> so. You know, they can feel like, all right, like I can tell my dad about this shit, or I can tell my dad I'm gonna go to a party or something, something like that. Like, I feel like, you know, when the time comes, I'm going to try. You know what I mean? Who's to say that you fucking try and the kid still ends up, you know, because there are people that are good parents and the kids, you know, get influenced and they turn into fucking pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like with that, it's it's kind of like, it's it's hard because, you know, the parents are to blame, but it's also, you know... I don't know. I think like if you teach your kid like to not be a follower, then it's like you have a lesser chance of that happening where it's like, oh, my friends are going to go fucking do heroin. So, yeah, fuck, I'm just going to go with them and do it. But it's like if you teach them to be like, no, like if you don't want to fucking do that shit, if you want to go and read that night, like go fucking read. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like go ahead and they'll do it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough, man, because... I drive myself crazy with this shit all the time because I like being in control, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. my thing. Like, I can't let go. I can't have a happy medium of, like, the uncontrollables. I try to control. I'm not controlling. I just try to be in control. Is that the same shit? That, does that make sense? Yes. Because controlling, like, some bum-ass baby mothers I've seen in the past. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> dive again to it. Look, it's been itchy. You see all the, the, you, know, you gotta check the head bob. He was like, like let me crack the back. Ah, shout out to Zeb. I'm gonna see you soon. Um, but let's get to get the, the You gotta get the little, little, little head bob. You're like, bum-ass baby moms. Um, that I've seen in the past, you know, with within friends and within family and other things and shit like that. It's like, I lost my track. See, told you. Fucking hit Adura. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You just went into bum-ass baby moms. I don't know where you were going with that. 
Yeah. <laughs> there goes that. I told you. But no. So this is why, people. This is why. We got you know. Like I have to say what I have to say. Quickly. But you were you were talking. I wasn't. Yeah, I know. Not, but I I, I had it in my head like for a little bit. And I was just holding it. <laughs> And yeah, oh, we said the joke. We said yeah, the it'll joke come back that. to me. It'll yeah. come back to me. But this is why I fucking hate doing that shit. Man. It's all good. It's all good. I I'll, freaking hate doing it. I'm sorry. I'll, sorry for swearing. We'll keep. We'll keep it going. What, um, the, what the frick? What, all right. So, growing up, right, especially us guys, mm. I'll give you an example of how my parents couldn't really control me, and instead of kind of guiding me. They just kind of like go after a while, right? So my parents split when I was uh, 12. My sister was 15. It was right after my sister King says. The only thing my dad told me was, I'm leaving. You're the man of the house, right? I don't know what the fuck that man at 12 years old. Like, I didn't even have hair in my balls at 12 years old. Like, I went through puberty madly. So I was like, uh, okay, I'm the man of the house, but I'm still sharing a room with my sister. Like, what the fuck is this? That kind of setup is this? Anyways. Quick question. Did you have bunk beds or single beds? I had bunk beds, and then they... they Every I don't know about me. I don't know. I think every I Dominican bunk has yeah. bunk beds at one point in their life. Red like fire fire truck red bunk beds. And back then it was the metal ones. Yeah. Like now they got the wood and popping nah, ones. Like, no, shits no, no. were metal. Metal and and I don't know how I didn't fucking because we used to wrestle. Yeah. This was like back on Stone Cold and like I don't even tombstone know. off the top ropes <laughs> like <laughs> king. Yo, me and we my would cousins. take off the we would take the bottom mattress and put it on the floor and then we would fight <laughs> on the top and it would be like. Stone Cold Stunner off the top. Boom. Oh my God. And, and then when you're in the bottom bunk and you're using the rails to like swing and fucking, <laughs> fucking Rey Mysterio kick the shit out of somebody. Bro. Uh, but anyways. Oh um, so yeah. So when my parents split and my father was like, yo, you're the man of the house. I didn't know what the hell that meant. But in my head, he just told me, you're on your own. You run this shit. This is what I understood. You run this shit at 12, right? So my mother couldn't stop me. That's when I got bad. Like I was a bad child. At 12 years old. I was always good. Like, not that I was always good, right? Like, I was in bad shit. But not to the point of, like, disrespectful. Like, my mother can't tell me shit. I'm living with my mother and my sister. So, that's what I mean by, like, just if my mother would have been able to Control. understand why I was so confused and just try to guide me. Mm. You know, instead of instead of being like... Because I was into everything. I was into tagging walls, breaking into houses when I was in middle school, skipping school. Like, I was doing all the shit that we're not supposed to. You know what I mean? Now, it just came back to me what I was trying to say earlier about the controlling and the... You were saying that it's a difference between being controlling or liking to have control. Mm -hmm. um, I think there is a big difference because having control, that means that, like, of yourself, that is different than, like, being controlling because then you're trying to control others around you mm -hmm. to comply with what you feel is right mm -hmm. you know and you have control of yourself yeah. you're good like i know i am in my safe space i can do i feel comfortable i can maneuver but when you're controlling a controlling person you're trying to control all of the influences around you to just be with what the fuck you think is right and that's not right because everyone's different mm -hmm. um but going off of what you were just saying do you think there were outside factors that made you turn into that because you and I are very similar in the sense like you were 12. I was seven when I had to become the man of the house. And my perspective was like, I have to take care of my family and I can't leave their side because I am the man of the house. And it made me almost more, I don't say compliant, but it was just like, 
I am here now. Like, this is what I have to do. This is my job. Like, I have to take care of my mom and my brother. So I didn't go out. Like, I didn't go out. I didn't do shit. Like, I was just like, I have to be with them. Physically. Physically there. Present. 24-7 to make sure that everything is okay. At such a, at seven years old. You know what I mean? It's kind of fucking trippy. Are you even a seven? Are you in a first grade? Yeah. First grade. Um, kindergarten was five so yeah 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 first grade between first well depending on what happened between first and second so what do you think made you i'm not gonna say rebel but it's just like okay i'm the man of the house so now you can't tell me shit well i think i think for one my age played a huge difference so now that you're saying that you were seven Mm. 12 it's middle school and you have more of like your maturity, like not mature, but you have more of your own awareness. Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just aware a lot more of just shit. And again, it's like I went to a, my again, if, if if schools were getting graded back then, my Ruben Dario, if anybody from Miami is listening, Ruben Dario Middle School Everyone was an F minus school. At the time, I didn't know what that meant. To me, school was just like school, right? Yeah. Like I see people going to school on Saved by the Bell, which is a show I watch. <laughs> I see Fresh Prince, like every show that I watch, school is just school, right? I didn't know about academics. At 12 years old, we weren't thinking about that shit. So my school is like, it's very hood. Like academics is nothing. I was getting D's and C's and I thought that was popping. You know, I thought I was like, I was like, oh, I'm doing what I'm supposed I'm to do. Genius. I didn't know what a B was. I was like, what is, what is that B shit? I got a C. That's, for, that's for nerds. <laughs> like I'm here. So I think the age played a huge influence because at that age, I had a lot of people older than me already in my surroundings. So I was a, se- a sixth grader. But I was hanging out with a dude that used to live in my block. His name was Dennis. They used to actually, it was my sister's age. He was an eighth grader. So I was a sixth grader. He was an eighth grader. Mm. And like, he was doing all the bad shit. <laughs> like, like he had his bike. He had his little dyno with the pegs. So I was like, damn, man, I want to get a dyno with the pegs. And obviously, my mom was trying to pay, I think at that time it was like $400, $500. She was like, we're going to go to Walmart and get you this nemesis. I'm like, I don't want fucking nemesis. I want a dyno. It was either dyno or... Uh... Uh, mongoose, mongoose, yeah, 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 and both yo, you were had expensive. A, yo, you had a mongoose. You were that. You were that. Yeah, boy. you were that boy. Yeah, hot so boy bling. I had to settle for the nemesis because she was like, "Yeah, I got a hundred. I got a hundred twenty-five. If you give me until next week, whatever." So, but Dennis was kind of like, Dennis was like, at the time, I guess my role model kind of thing. Like he was like a like Remember, a big I brother. Have, I don't have any siblings. I yeah. only have my sister here, right? So my like friends brother. were my brothers and my boys. But, like, it started with the people that I grew up with. So, like, Carl, you know, Carl was always there. Me and Carl, been in this, me and Carl blew, grew up in the same block since we were eight. Um, but I, I only had friends that were doing bad shit. So, it's like, yo, they had a little gang. Oh, shit, I'm part of the little gang. Oh, they're going to go jump somebody because they caught beef. Oh, I got to go jump somebody because it, it was just that. So, that was going on when my parents split. So, there was no guidance. My thing was just like, nah, like. These boys got my back, you know, like they're trying to teach me something new. Like they're trying to teach me how to tag. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, they, you need a street name. I was like, all right, cool. Where do I get that? <laughs> like, like, a B money. <laughs> like, now, nah, like, oh, where do I, you know, it's, but I think that, you know, that played a huge part in what, because it and was. I, but the thing is, I find that, and not to cut you off. Oh, I was done. He was done, everybody. You're good. Take it easy on me. <laughs> Fucking, like, sacrificing Christ here. But, um... Oh, fuck, dude. God damn it, Will. I, I stopped talking. I didn't say shit. Yeah, no. No, nah, you gotta, I gotta... No, it's just like... It, like you said, like, the guidance... It's like... 
don't know. <laughs> Yo, we got I literally have a fucking like the memory of a nah, gold, of a goldfish. We gotta stop drinking before we start. Nah, bro, it's not even that. It's just I do it all the time. Like it, nah. that's why that's why I'm so impulsive when I have to say things because it's like if I don't say it, I'm going to forget yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, and but I, this is by far the worst. It is. It is. Lost, like we. You forgot. Like, like I have are- Alzheimer's right now. <laughs> like legit, legit Alzheimer's. <laughs> Yo. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, Anywho. Well, whatever. Anyway, so. Rolling on. These fucking badass kids, right? So I was considered a badass kid. I know my reasons why I've been a Did badass Did you ever get locked kid. up as a kid? As a kid, no. I got, I mean, I got in handcuffs, but I didn't get, it was one of those like, oh, if you can call your parents right now and they pick up, you're good. Oh, I was like, God, God damn it, mom, yeah. pick up, pick up. <laughs> I had that. And I always had, well, a lot of kids won't know about this nowadays, but I always had like a dollar, 50 cents in my pocket to call from a payphone because I didn't have, there's no cell phones. Oh, uh, you didn't, you didn't know that struggle back then. Bro. So. And if and they don't pick cops, up, you lose that. You're <laughs> done. You, but you, you got to learn the trick. You got to, you got to hang up before the answering machine yeah. comes on. So like I knew my house phone, it would yep. ring, I think it was about seven times before like that little stupid answer machine yep. came up. So I let it ring. I know the first one is, doesn't really count. So it was like the first full ring was the second one. So like, and like right That's when I hear, crazy. and I hear, if I don't hear like a, like somebody about to talk, I was like, <laughs> I yeah, you just, so you just brought back a memory because I forgot all about that. Like I, I, it, if you did it before the, the answer machine, you would get your money you'll get back. You get your money back. Because technically it's not considered a full dial yeah. because somebody didn't pick it, whatever. But yeah, so I was never, I mean, but man, I got in trouble so many times. And again, it's like, I didn't snap out of that until I moved to Kendall. Because Kendall was like the complete opposite. It was like fucking preppy ass people. I was like, where the, I was so like culture shocked, I guess, that I didn't go to school for two weeks. Like my mother transferred me, right? I went to Coral Park Senior High School. And then she transferred me to Miami Sunset Senior High School. Preppiest school ever. I'm, first of all, I've never been to a school that doesn't have any windows. The shit look like a prison. So I get there. I think we talked about this before. I get there. Everybody's wearing like a double polo, right? Like with their with, with the, their collar. Yeah, I was like, first collar. of all, where I come from, double collar means you a gangster. So you got to put that shit down because I'm about to test your jaw right now. <laughs> like if you, but it was like double polo, extra small shirt with like I don't know what type of jeans and some Pumas. And here I pull up with a three XT. With a do-rag and some Air Force. So I'm like, oh my God. So whatever, culture shock. But that's when I started realizing like of just all the bad shit that I was doing that I, it wasn't necessary because the group of friends that I was around now uh, come sophomore year. Yeah, I transferred sophomore year. It was a completely different type of influence. So they'll still do bad shit. You know what I mean? Shout out to TC. That's my crew, you know, always holding it down. But it wasn't as bad. It wasn't to like the point of like, I've seen niggas getting stabbed and shit and jumped in front of me and they were like if you jump in you're gonna get it too mm-hmm. you know like type, so it's it was just two different type of you know Worlds. so yeah so i kind of cleared it up in high school but in middle school it was pretty bad man it was just like you kind of just go with the, you wake up every morning you just go with the flow i feel like the shit was like a movie to me honestly mm. like see like i don't know man like becoming the man at seven i mean my mom did a good job at like not sheltering me, but just kind of like keeping it together for you, keeping it together, you know, and it was rough, but I've never had like where I was like, I need to be in the street. It was always like, I need to be there mm-hmm. to take care of them because they need me. Um, maybe that's a personality thing. Maybe it's not like anything having to do with like my upbringing or 
I don't know, past experience. Maybe it's just that's who I am. You know, I need to cater or I need to take care of these people that I care about because I am all that they have at seven fucking years old. You know what I mean? Like, who thinks about shit like that? But I don't know. I, I, I've always been intrigued. That's what I wanted to say. See what I'm talking about? I've literally Say fucking, it before you forget. So it's like, what... I almost forgot it again. <laughs> I almost forgot it again. But it's like, what, what causes people to do certain things? You know what I mean? Like, like I've said before, where I can go through where like my parents got, you know, divorced or whatever. And I'm like, all right, man, that fucking sucks. Like, I really wish that didn't happen. But like, you know, I have to deal with what I have to deal with. And then there's other people that like, their parents get divorced and they feel like they have to go kill somebody. Like where does that, what, what causes that, that, that huge difference gap, you know what I mean? Like where one person can be okay with it, not okay, but they're just like, all right, I'm going to deal with this. And then someone else is going to go to the extreme and be like, I have to go murder a bunch of people because I'm sad that my parents got divorced. I think it's, I think, I think it's really age, honestly, because think about it. We just, we just compared our examples and mine was 12 which is like the beginning of a crucial stage. I think our crucial stages that we agreed on was like high school. Mm-hmm. Like if shit happens in high school, you're very aware of surroundings, friends, bad influences, good influences. Middle school is kind of like you're, you're starting to kind of realize it, right? But bro, you at seven, like I was fucking watching Barney at seven. Like mm-hmm. I was watching Power Rangers. Like there was, if, if my pops were to just leave, I would do the same thing. I would just be home because I'll be like, what else am I going to do? My pops is not here physically. You know what I mean? So like, I think it's really just age when that happens, like what will kind of determine where you kind of go from there yeah. naturally, because where else is the influence going to come from? I mean, I guess I was just like immature enough in the sense, like I didn't have experience to know what other options I had. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, if had I been a little bit older, I can be like, Okay, well, you know, I gotta take care of my family, but now I have freedom to go do something else. Yeah, it was kind of like I was young enough to be like almost controlled still. Where yeah. it's like, I mean, seven years old, stay home and like take care of us, learn how to clean because my mom had to work. Yeah, but learn not cook. How to, Did like, you learn how to cook? Yeah, at I seven, had, like little like eggs and eggs shit like and shit. that. I was gonna say the basics. You know, for like my little brother, yeah. um, doing laundry, mm. like mopping the floors, and it's funny because like. To this day, my mom talks about like me being that age that she never seen a kid. Like I would take the <laughs> take the chairs from the kitchen table and put them up on the cha- on the table fold it and up. like fold them upside down. Plastic on the bottom. <laughs> Some shits don't get fucked up because I'll get my <laughs> ass beat. And then I would like sweep the floor and mop it while she was at work. And when she would come home, like the floors would be clean. And it's like I would do all that, take care of my brother, and like do our homework. And like get washed up and go like be ready for bed by the time she got home from work. And it's like at that age, it's like, how do you even know? How do you even think to be able to be like, oh, let me go clean the floors? We don't even see that in movies. As a kid, you're just like, I just want to play, like uh, dirty the house. Actually, I want to fucking throw my toys all over the place. And I don't know why I was like that. I don't have no idea. Like it was just, it just became who I I was. I think I think my answer is is pretty is pretty on point because. Again, it's. But the thing is that my mom never told me to do any of that. But you, at seven years old, 
like you but said, that's the thing. at seven years old, if you tell a kid at seven years old, go get, go clean that. It's like, okay, they eventually start to go clean it. But my mom never told me while I'm at work, clean the house. Like well, she never picked, told you me. You just did on your own. I just started doing to it. To help. To help her because I didn't want her to come home from work. And then shit is up. And then up. everything has to be on her. It was always just like, I need to do my part because I am the man of the house. Yeah. And if I don't do it, then she's going to have to do it. And she has already all this other shit that she has to worry about. So to have that thought process as a kid, to me right now, it doesn't bother me. Like, it's just, hey. it is who I am. But, like, have, had I not had that process, that thought process, and I'm looking at somebody else, I'm like, how the fuck are you thinking about that at that age? Like, I don't... To me, it's normal. So, for me to think of it, for me to think of it as a weird thing is like taboo right now it's just it's just who i am let me ask you a question right before i forget this question hey because i know you're saying like if, I, if you wait one more if you said one more bar i was like i oh, don't forget the shit good so i don't i think everything comes from something like when people say like oh i'm feeling something i don't know why it's bullshit like dig deep sit oh. down talk to, like sit down in a room and fig, like it comes from something right so i think so my question to you is do you think at seven years old did you th- do you think that you just maybe saw your dad would do that in the house? Would your mom do that in the house while she was home? Yeah, my mom would. My mom was always cleaning. My dad was the, so the money is. maker. You know what I mean? The but that's what macho it is. Dominican. You know what I mean? Like woman cooks and shit like that. But my dad is a clean person. Yeah. You know, maybe being you know what I mean in the in the school yeah. like the, like he likes to call it. Yeah. Um, aka locked up. Maybe that's where he learned it. I don't know. Because at that age, I was too young to know. But I, my dad was never a dirty dude. Like, yeah. he didn't, like, leave shit all over the place. So maybe subconsciously I saw that. I think that's what it is. I think it's... But like I said, bro, I, I was never told. You know what I mean? It was just, like, clean. Yeah. Just, my, my mom's not home. Let me learn how to do laundry. Or let me mop the floors and clean so that when she comes home, she doesn't have to do anything. But you know what the funny part is? Is that... And I always say this because my kids are fucking... <laughs> They've taught me a lot of what I used to do when I was younger, but I didn't realize it until now that I have kids, right? Kids' brains are fucking sponges, mm-hmm. right? Oh, they sure. just pick and choose what they want to remember, but they observe every fucking thing. So even though it was at seven, I think that subconsciously you were observing how your mom cooked, how your mom cleaned, how clean your dad was while he was there, so, like, it just came natural because you saw it without thinking about it as mm. a kid. You know what I mean? I think that's the answer. You know what I mean? And, and again, it's just my opinion, but I'm seeing it from the outside. No, it could be, yeah. You know what I mean? I know mine was like, like I told you, it was like, yeah, I could see my mom cooking and cleaning. But my interpretation of, like, my parents splitting, it was like, it's a war. Mm. And now my dad is pushing me to my mom's side, right? This, is, this might sound stupid, but this is, I think this was my thought process at 12. It was like, when I saw that, I was like, okay, my dad is leaving. Mind you, he didn't leave the state. Like, then I moved like five minutes away from him. <laughs> like, it wasn't like... <laughs> it's like, I live next door. <laughs> I was like, why am I still seeing you every day? If you just like, what is the point of all this? What is all this pressure you're giving me? Bro, you're I st- see you at Publix. Like, <laughs> where you're still bringing me McDonald's after school. Yeah. Like, ham- 39, cent- yo, 39 cent hamburgers. People will never know about this shit. Anyways. So, I, again, I think it's like, my whole thing was like, I saw that and it was like, okay... It's it's war. It's not like oh I need to be the man and help. No, it's like I need to be the the guy that I kind of saw, which was never home, mm-hmm. always quote unquote working, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then come back, you pay the bills, the food be right. You see, so I saw the complete opposite. Like, I didn't think like, oh yeah, I got to not provide. Like, not. first of all, my sister's older than me. So I was like, if anybody got to provide and go to work, <laughs> they talk. <laughs> like, my, I'm know, the baby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yo, I lost it. I, to me, I lost it. And I think that played a huge influence on why I was so bad in my teenage years. Now, had did your parents ever like make you, or not make you, but influence you to choose sides? Like where it's like, for uh, instance, like where your mom would be like, ah, tu sabes que tu papá nunca te ha hecho nada, whatever, or your father, vice versa type shit. Okay, so to answer your question, they never made me choose sides, but now, looking back, they definitely talk shit about each other. Oh. And I didn't know, like, because you know how those Dominican moms, like, oh, everything is, oh, igualito tu pai, right? Yeah. And then, like, but my dad always played cool. Like, yo, like, you know, take care of your mom and, you know. Why is your mom calling me and telling me not throwing out the garbage and little shit? I told you I'd be the man of the house. So it was a lot of confusion for me, mm. especially having an older sister. Like, to me, like, my sister, she was on lockdown. Like, when my parents split, my mother didn't let her do a goddamn thing. Because, you know, she was older. She was in her 15, 16, developed mm. very quick, whatever. And, you know, here I'm just trying to figure shit out. So I felt alone a lot of times. But it was like, I didn't know where to go. Because it's like, I hang out with my dad. My dad tells me to protect my mom. But then I hang on my mom. My mom talks shit about my dad. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, bro? I just want to go play, like, basketball. <laughs> somebody take me. Like, that's... Like, I don't... <laughs> Someone buy me a ball. Like, yeah. I'm going to rob somebody. Like, oh, yeah. That was a norm. Yeah. That was a norm. Yeah. I was like, if you guys don't buy me this fucking basketball... I'm going to go get it. I'm going to the park. <laughs> and I'm going to take somebody else's shit. And I'm going to probably take their bike, too, because I had to walk to the park. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, And that's where my mind was. I was like... I think that's where like the whole like hustle mentality came into it without really hustling drugs. Like just hustle in a sense of like, if I don't got it, I got to go get it. Mm. Right. I think that's where it all originated from. But yeah, man, my parents back and forth. They were to this day, honestly. I'm not even lying. Trust me. My mom and dad, when they're good, they're good. When they're bad, forget about it. If I say hi to my dad it's like oh well you're always kissing his ass and it's like vice versa it's like oh well you know your mom it's like bro i have nothing that's between y'all you know what i mean and they get heated when i say that like listen it's a real dominican oh but your father this and that like you take that up with him honestly your mother it's a real take that up with her it's a real i want to say hispanic because i don't know how cubans puerto ricans do but i know like overall it's a real it's a real dominican thing man like and it sucks you know, because it puts a child such in a bad position mm. to like think when we don't really know what's going on. Like I didn't really yeah. my parents split the day after my sister's quinces. And you know Dominican quinces is lit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, What do you mean you leave? Like I don't I didn't understand that shit. Even at twelve years old, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's it's something that shouldn't happen and it happens so often and I think that's what causes a lot of trauma with kids growing up and that's why they refer to the streets. Mm. Or just like friends versus family or uncles and shit because it's so much influence that it's like they kind of guide you, man. Yeah. And I feel like with that also, like your parents being like, oh, your father or your mother, it's like it makes you confused and then you feel almost scared. Like you don't feel comfortable saying something because you don't know. What if side is going to go. Exactly. You don't know if you say something, then I'm like, oh, well, that's because you're saying it because your father or because your mother and you're like, fuck, I'm not going to say shit. So I'm just going to go somewhere else. And I learned that. I learned that through that. Like, I learned how to keep, not secrets, but I learned. So, for example, right? You know how everything we go through, you know, grows you? I've mm-hmm. said that before. So, while I was going through that, I learned how to, 
okay, you got to pick your battles and what you kind of say to people, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I learned what to and not to say to my mom because I started figuring out how many things I would say and how every opportunity she would take to talk shit about my dad and vice versa, right? Because then later on, I figured out, like, I later on figured out about my dad, like, what the fuck was cheating? Like, okay, my dad, nigga, like, you definitely have, I have a two-month-old, I have a, a sister that's two months older than me. Like, explain that, sir. <laughs> two months? Like, it's like, yeah, but you know what happened? Like, yeah, I busted yeah, yeah. a nut and it ricocheted off your mom. And yeah, like, yeah, like, like <laughs> so it's like, you know, and again, it's just both sides. They go at it and you try to protect your mom. I was with my mom, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I remember I gave my mom a headache because she brought this one, the first dude after their breakup. And, and he was Puerto Rican, not for nothing. I mean, you know, shout out to my Puerto Ricans now. I'm not, but back then I was like, dude came in the crib and I was like, eyebrows lit. <laughs> I was like, big ass nose. Some dude that he was digging the army. My sister knows it. My sister watches this shit, you know, Nelson. Fuck, his name was Nelson. <laughs> Fuck boys. Anyway, so, and it was like, the, that was the first dude that my mom dated after this whole breakup. And I remember my mom was tr like, I remember I gave my mom hell. I just be there, we walk like eating dinner and I just yeah. be like this, looking at this nigga. <laughs> Dead like with a dead face, like you're not. So my how daddy. was school? You're like you're not my daddy. Every every answer was like, oh, so Norbert. I'm like, don't call me Norbert. My dad calls me Norbert. Pussy. Like, <laughs> so Berto, don't call me Berto. Nah. And then my mom one day broke down and she's like, oh, you're not letting me live. But your dad did this one. And I'm still confused. You know, I'm just trying to be the man, right? Yeah, like this yeah, again. Yeah. This is like in my head. I was like, I was the man. And like the protector. I gave her like I gave her hell, bro. And then after a while, I was just like, man. Both of y'all did shit, man. Like, I don't want to be part of none of this. And yeah. that's when I learned how to just started to disconnect myself. Because yep. I was what just age? fucking confused uh, that I disconnected? Yeah. 15. So I went three years of confusion, of just going back and forth and not knowing who to believe. But then at 15, when I started driving, my parents started... So, fun story. Quick story. <laughs> my parents tried to make it work again when I turned 15. So my sister already moved back to New York. She was done with Miami. Like, I was 15. I was living with my mom. And we had like a three bedroom townhouse. No, I'm sorry, my sister was there. Mm. But whatever. Point is that my mom Humble and dad. Brag. Yeah, niggas relax. <laughs> no. Yeah, we had like a three bedroom loft. Yeah, three bedroom fucking five hundred square foot place. Ain't no flexing this shit with big ass frogs. <laughs> Anyways, um, so my sister moved back to New York, and then my parents tried to make it work again, which I found fucking weird. I was like, bro, I haven't seen you in my house for three like, years. Pops? <laughs> Whatever. So, um, damn, I forgot where I was going with that. God damn it. Damn. What were we talking about? You're, I'm rubbing off on you, I guess. I mean, Pause. we were talking about Jesus like... Jesus Christ. Come on, bro. You one of those guys? <laughs> I mean, you always got to... Like, yo, cheers. All right, yo, no homo. Like, what? No, that's that's irrelevant. Anyways, um, so I remember, I think my, our parents, my parents tried to make it work. At 15 years old, your sister had been back in New York. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... At 15, I got my permits. And you were a cornball and shit. Yeah. Right? So I was a cornball with a 4XT, hey. Mad Air Forces, hats. 50, that was a 50 cent era, bro. That yeah. was in the club. Many, Did many you ever have a pair of uh, G units? I did. Yeah, uh, yeah. White, the original was a white gray with the with the. Rest I forgot track. to answer that question like in the last episode when you were saying like what pair of sneakers you bought for the culture. Those. Yeah, those I had those. I had to save up. Like my that was. Numbers. I mean, besides Air Forces, G units were the first sneakers I bought that like. The culture influenced me to buy them. Yeah, uh, he had a big those on the S. That's not Carter's from uh, Jay Z. Mm, those were like big sneakers that were com coming from, you know, somebody else is not a basketball player, but whatever. So uh, to answer your question, so at 15 I got my driving permit, and my dad had this Toyota Camry. Um, 
on like little 16 inch rims and like whatever. So when I started driving is when I started realizing who was really telling the truth because my parents were trying to make it work together. So they were both in the same house. I would see my fucking, uh, I'm not going to expose my mom like that, but I would just see mad shit and I would just be like, now, now it's clicking. Like 15, I was what? A sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah. Cause I was already in Kendall. So I was like. My dad would tell me to go drop him off so I could stay with his car because he worked from 5.30 in a warehouse. So 5.30 a.m. to 6. Very easy. High school here was from 7.30 to 2.30. So I'm like, yo, let me stay with the wit. Like, I'll take you to work. And he would let me always drive with a permit. And, but then like, what would happen is I would pick him up after school and then he'd be like, yo, you can't drop me off here. And I'd be like, nigga, you're not coming home? Like, mom's about to cook. Like, what the fuck <laughs> you talking about? Like, in my, because I'm still a kid. Like, yeah. my daughters are 15. Yeah. But at my 15 and their 15, they're seeing two different worlds. Yeah. So my 15 was like, what do you mean? Drop? I was like, whatever. I mean, just kind of brushing it up. But he was already with. Mm-hmm. But then he'll come. You're like, oh, where are you going to go? And I'm like, I'm going to my boy's house. He'll be like, all right, come pick me up before. And then he'd be like, yo, well, I was with you tonight. That, that's when I learned about, yo, I was with you. <laughs> if anybody asks. Alibis. <laughs> <Yeah>. Alibis. <laughs> so that's when I started kind of like, you know what? Both of y'all fucked up. Mm. And I don't want no parts. And my sister was gone. So, like, I had no cell phone at 15. Like, I had, I had still, there were still house phones. So, I was just like, damn. And that, again, just resulted back to, like, and that's why I think I have, like, just so many friends, you know? Because I resulted to that so much when I was a kid. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't, honestly, bro, like, you learned quick. I mean, I didn't really brush myself off of my mom and dad's bullshit. Up until like a few years ago. Yeah. Where I was like, yo, I have taken this shit for 20 something odd years. You motherfuckers figure that shit out. And at first it was like the biggest disrespect. You're so Michael Yao. I was just, I oh, was yeah. raised I right. Trust, yeah, I went through and, all that. And oh, you're doing that because you don't want to disrespect your mother or you don't want to disrespect your father. And it's like, no, I just don't want to do with none of y'all bullshit. Like yeah. I am on my own path. I have my own problems. You motherfuckers figure out your problems. Yeah. If you guys both have some type of vendetta against each other, y'all motherfuckers deal with that shit. Don't keep pulling. I'm You pulled me into that shit so many years because I was a kid and I didn't know any better. And the, it's sad to say it took me this long mm-hmm. to be like, fuck y'all. Like, y'all figure that shit out. But now I've gotten to that point And now there's no going back. So even like now, like if I even hear like, but you're, fr- I'll talk to you later. Click. Yo. Because, bro, that's just toxic as fuck. That's just toxic as fuck. And people wonder why I can be so easy to cut people off. I cut off. My cutoff game started with my parents. So who the hell? If I I can do this with my parents. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Like, are you here? Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, yo. I have. Like, that's what I'm saying. And, And again, it's just from upbringing. From being bad. Seeing bad shit. From, like. From your own household, right? You see bad shit growing up in your household. You go outside and you do bad shit because you just don't know any good, any any better, right? Yeah. And then it's just like, after a while, you're just like, fuck all this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to keep it moving. But yeah, I, I was very influenced. By, but like I said, I think Kendall saved my life, honestly. Because if I would have been, if I would have stayed in Core Park. Yeah. I think us moving to Connecticut saved because if I stayed in Providence, I don't know where I would have. Yeah. I don't know where I would have transitioned. And what's worse, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. 
No, no, no. And what's worse? Because I know you're. I, I can't remember this. Uh, 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 um, no, it's. I don't even know. I mean, like, <laughs> fucking robots and shit. Um, I, I just, I know, had I stayed in Providence, going to high school and all that shit over there, mm-hmm. it would have been very easy for me in the situation that we were in, my pops being locked up and all that other shit, for me to just be like, okay, I'm yeah. going to do that too. Yeah, so you're a lot more vulnerable to just anything. Yeah. And the thing is that like how well-known, you know I mean? My father, my, my father was, it's, it was very, it could have been very easy to just be like, I'm Fulano's son. What's good? That's mm-hmm. good. I want to get in type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully I didn't and I think us moving away was a big uh, was a big factor in that you know but and and <clears throat> just piggybacking off of that I say that even though I moved like moving to Kendall changed my life completely because before that every spring break every summer every every any school break my mom was coming to New York and what's in New York? At the time, her sister, which is where a majority of my cousins are, they lived in fucking East New York, which is, it's like hood on steroids, right? And I don't mean like hood, like Carroll City hood or Overtown hood. I mean like, like back in, this is like early 2000s, like there were still legit gangs, yeah. right? My cousin that like, I stay with. Not like Takashi 6 9 gangs. Not like that shit, right? Like. Real fucking gangs. Like, you couldn't wear a certain color. Yeah. Type like, shit. Yo. That shit, like, people, like, that shit is, some people yeah, never know what that is. It's, bro. So, now, I can go out and wear a red shirt and just be like, I'm look, wearing a Boston Red Sox shirt. Like, back then, it's like, yo, it's a Boston Red Sox shirt. Nah, I don't nah, give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. Take that shit off. Like, so, <laughs> oh. when I, again, back to the influences, like, when I was going through that from 12 to 15, right, my mom would always send us away. Like, everything was just sending you away. I don't know what the fuck, I've never sent my kids away. Like, I don't believe in that shit. My mom would send us a DR to my grandmother's house for three months. I'd be like, what the fuck, mom? Like, I don't want to be here. But when I go to my, my cousin's house in New York, they lived in Coney Island at one point, right? And my uncle, shout out to my uncle Chino, like, he's one of, like, real shit, like, not even lying. He's just one of the hardest, like, OGs in Brooklyn, right? Like, I'll never forget pulling up one time. We are in a minivan. He used to work at a school. Pulling up one time, be like, yo, pull over real quick. Single owes me money. Like he just took out a knife. Like he's like, yo, what's up? I'll be like, damn, nigga. So like, going from my house that I'm seeing all this shit with my parents, and I'm trying to figure out my own shit with my own friends. Then I get sent away for like a summer, or spring break, or something. Then I see that it's like I don't have no other option but to just follow it mm. and keep doing bad shit. Like I got crowned by a Latin king. A lot of people don't even know what that means. Like some kid was like, not some kid, some dude that was a Latin king. He was cool with my cousin's boyfriend that was a Latin king. Mm. Shout out to Steph, my cousin. Um, her man, I don't forgot his name. I won't even say it because it's she's fucking yeah. grown with yeah. the kids and then married. Like that's just stupid. It's fucking divorce. Yeah, it's like it's like bringing no, no. She's married, but with kids. But it's stupid to bring up a dude's name. She, but one of my my sister knows who I'm talking about. So we would be in Coney Island doing a bunch of shit we're not supposed to do. Again, while I'm supposed to be doing something to take me away from the bullshit I'm doing here. And, like, there was real gang shit. Like, yo, I, what I'm telling you that the thing that said, yo, I'm going to come back tomorrow and crown you. I didn't know what the fuck that was. And I was scared shitless. And crown you is like, it's like giving you, like, yeah. yo, like, I'm, like. You're like an honorable brother almost. 
Like, I'm a Lion King and I'm gonna give you my flag. Yeah. You know, because they don't call it bandanas. It's a flag. He gave me a fucking yellow flag, a yellow bandana. He wrote his shit. His name was Cisco. I'll never forget this shit. His name was Cisco. And he's like, yo, you wear that shit in Miami. You get respect anywhere you go. I'm like, nigga, I am not wearing. In my head, I'm like, I'm not wearing this shit. <laughs> I don't know what. He was walking around with a bow leg and like, you know, white dude too. He said, oh, you, want, you live in Miami? Yeah, I used to live in Miami, blah, blah. But like, all that shit is, again, it's influence. Just going back to where the fuck we're even going with that. Because I think we zoned out. We both zoned out. <laughs> I got to take a piss. Nah, nah, we're not doing that right now. Yeah. How much time we're gonna <laughs> We got we're in, we're at an hour. All right, so let's let's just wrap it up. Let's just wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, no, you. I'll let you wrap it up. <laughs> Damn. So clearly, Will can have no more eradura. Cause my boys over here. Jesus Christ! Well, I'll tear. I chose. I'll cheers to myself. Will just stepped away to take a piss, like a little niñito. I'm gonna just make a little porta potty here in the office. But I will give you guys my two cents while he goes and takes his piss or whatever. Wow, you hear that shit in the background. This shit is crazy. You're going to have to edit this shit out, bro. Um, badass. Damn it. I wanted to talk about Benzino shit, but whatever. We won't even talk about that. But I think uh, I think um, you got to watch how you approach a lot of things. You never really know what headspace your kids are in. Uh, just to kind of touch on it really quick because Benzino is fucking like 60 years old and this shit is stupid. Like, this thing is like relevant. He was relevant like 30 years ago and he's over here beefing with his daughter. So apparently, right? Apparently, uh, he's going through some shit with his daughter where his daughter made a song or something and called her dad a bum ass nigga or some shit like that. So to, to hmm. Benzino's case, he was like, my daughter had everything. I was an artist. I would fly her out to Miami. She was in the best school. She had the best cars. You know what? Provided as a father, right? That was his case. Mm. And here she is on her live, literally talking shit about her father. And I'm just thinking like, damn, like, first of all, it's 2021. Why the hell people go to IG and social media for so much shit? It's just so stupid. But it's like, I get it for the little kids. We talked about clout and the culture in the last episode, right? I get that. I don't agree, but I get it. Mm -hmm. Benzino, I'm not even, like, not even joking. He's got to be at least 55. I'm not joking. Like, he's got to be 50 to 55. Mm. I'm 34. And Benzino, yeah. I was rocking to Benzino's fucking chilling. Like, I don't I even know. know the fucking name of the songs, but he had a couple hits when I was like 12. <laughs> so I'm like, if I'm 34, that was 20, whatever. But why are you beefing with your child and taking it to social? Like, publicly. Yo, publicly. First of all, nobody cares. Yeah. Let's just, let's just start off there. I'm tired of seeing World Star repost. I'm tired of seeing fucking uh, Vlad TV. Like all this shit, I get it. Whatever, that's what they do. Like it's. But why are you beefing with your child as a grown ass man? And why is your child have the audacity to call you a bum ass nigga and go to IG about it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a badass kid. That's a badass fucking kid. I don't care if she's twenty something years old. She's not a little kid. She's twenty something years old. Was she raised with the mother or the father? I think she was raised with the mother. Yeah, because he said, I will fly her out yeah. every Christmas and blah, so blah, blah. So the mom probably fucking, you know, brainwashed her. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that's just the case, but... But it's majority I know times. there's a lot of bum-ass baby mothers that would do some shit like that. And honestly, you know, guys, if anybody out there has any kids and they're dealing with issues like that, like, your best bet, from my personal opinion, your best bet is just... Try to build the best relationship we can with your child. 
fuck whatever happened with like the baby mother or the baby father. I'm not going to be biased. Baby mother or baby father, whichever side. Mm. Um, just try to cope with it. You know what I mean? I split. But, 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 and to cut you off, mm-hmm. don't you think it's more, do you think it is more often that a baby mother trashes the father than the father trashes the mother? Um, I've seen it more often that is the baby mother trashing the baby father because majority of the times the father moves on faster mm-hmm. because 90% of the time the baby mother has the custody, right? Yeah. So the father is able to continue his life, right? And just kind of like do his own thing, go out whenever he wants and all that stuff. So like the minute the baby mother sees a father with another girl, it's like when the switch happens, yeah. which I, I get, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I get that. You know, women are emotional, you know, so they're going to be salty. Guys can just fucking keep it moving, whatever, you know, like it didn't work out and it worked out. But I have seen it a lot more because of that situation. Though I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying like I've seen it because it's usually the trend. Like you break up, you the guy, the girl stays with the baby, you know, or in her mom's house, wherever it is at. But majority of the time she's with the custody. So she kind of has to kind of pump her brakes on her life or... If you're like these fucking crazy ass Bronx baby moms where they go out regardless. Yeah, the, the baby's literally. The baby's the grandmothers. You know what I'm saying? Then that's different. Yo, I saw a meme one time that was like this, <laughs> this old ass lady. She's like in the bed, like putting her hands out. She's like on like life support. And there's like this chick dressed as a thought. Like she's like short skirt or like booty shorts or some shit. And she was like. Ma, can you still watch uh, Jalen or some shit like that? Like, I'm about to go out to La Marina yeah. real quick. Mom dudes is like, she's like literally like, like she can't even speak. She's like, Ma, can you still watch Jalen this weekend? Like, you know, you want to go out that bad? That's yeah. crazy. I mean, but, uh, I'll comment on it because I went through it, but I also have my daughters at 18. So it's like, I will have my daughters, like when me and their mother split. I would have them uh, on my days off, which were like Wednesday, Thursday at the time. And but even Wednesday, Thursday, I'll go out. Mm. I mean, I was twenty years old when we. Uh, I was twenty-two when we split. They were like four. I was twenty-two years old and they were four already. Um, but you know, I would do at least the most responsible thing that I can do. But like, yo, like I'm gonna go out, but like I'm gonna we need dinner. Like we're gonna put them to bed. I'm gonna watch something with them, and then like when they fall asleep at eleven thirty, I'll go out. And my mom would just watch him like in the house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm also not saying it's wrong. I'm 22 years old. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people that it could be a fucking newborn. And it'd be like from the minute they're. Mama, you have milk in your <laughs> tissue? <still? Like>, you <laughs> Hold know. on, let me go pump before I. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a lot of. There's always going to be a option. There's always going to be opinions on what the right thing uh, to do is, what the wrong thing is to do is. But. Everybody has different situations. I had a very unfortunate situation, you know. You know, my I had the kids very young, so I needed to, I needed to still live my life in a way that I, I felt fulfilled because I felt so like just trapped and confused and lost at 18 years old with two kids, you know. Mm. But you know, I'm not gonna justify it. Hey man, that was the path that was written for you. Yeah, that's the path that was written for me, and you know, it's it motivated me, mm-hmm. you know, and it got me to where I'm at at the end of the day, honestly. But right, man. but yeah, we gonna wrap this up. I mean, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take us home. I don't want. I don't want to cut you off. Nah, nah, go. If you want, I'll take us home. Yeah, all right. last. Take no, us no. home. Take us home as in I'll go last. Oh, okay. All right. See, that's the thing. That's what happened last time. I got confused. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I think I said my piece. It's just, you know, I'm still on the fence. I don't know, you know, who is to blame with certain shit like that. But it's like, I feel like nowadays there's so much influence, you know, internet, IG, fucking Twitter and all this shit. So it's like, and I don't have kids. So I really don't really have a fucking say, you know, who the fuck am I? But, um, you know, hopefully when that day comes, I can do a good job, you know? (laughs) I feel like a defeated stepdad. Like You look right now like you're hurting. (laughs) I'm just like, you know, the kid hates me and uh, I do everything I can. And, uh, you know, fucking Billy doesn't want anything to do with me. You know, I fucking cook dinner every night and uh, he still says I'm not his father. So... (laughs) All that money I spent for college was for nothing. Fucking Morty. Now, I mean, I, listen, man. It's we kind of. I don't think we went off topic. We elaborated a lot, um, but just overall, like just just bad kids, right? Like bad kids and kids doing a lot of dumb shit. I think a lot of it ties into a lot of kids are just confused. So my two cents on everything is just try to figure out what the issue is and try to just talk to your kids mm-hmm. like like a friend. You know, try to influence your kids in a way that they can have that confidence to talk to you about things. And trust me, they will. It will prevent a lot of things happening for them in their childhood, Um, or even when they're adults. You know, because even adult kids do a lot of dumb shit. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, don't baby them. You know, just talk to them like adults. It doesn't matter what age they are. Like they, Mm -hmm. kids are a lot smarter than we think. Their their brains are sponges and. Trust me, they could fucking, if you could tell them, hey, we're going to Orlando in 23 months, in 23 months, they'll be like, hey, we're going to Orlando. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, my take on it is just kids are, kids, some kids are bad because they just don't know what other option they have. You know, they don't know what other option. If you need to discipline them, discipline doesn't always mean beating their ass. I've never touched my daughters and my daughters are fucking straight line. I got my ass. I got my shit split a yeah, couple of times. Like not even like, not even belt. Like I'm talking like yeah. punched. And for my dad, my mom was funny because my mom would just throw shit at me and I just dodge <laughs> it and laugh. See, I'd the be thing like, is, that's you got blessed. My mom was the aggressor. My mom used to beat the shit out of us, and my dad rarely did. But when he did, it was like a brutal beatdown. Like the ones that you're like, no, you like, can't even yell because you're like, <laughs> <laughs> where like your skin is on fire, like for fucking half an hour after you get your ass. Yo, my, this quick story, and then we gotta wrap it up. My dad was one time I almost lit a fucking hospital on fire. My dad was sawing some shit in the closet. I think he was customizing shelves, and he sawed his hand off. Whatever. Fast forward, we ended up going to Baptist Hospital, and I used to get paper clips, and I used to open them and put, put them in the fucking outlet. <laughs> So we're in the emergency room and I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm here with my sister. She was like, and I was like, ah, and I plugged the shit in and it goes, kush, kush. yo, I just looked to the side and I just see my dad like this with his fucking finger. He's like, he didn't even say I'm going to kill you. In my head, he said, I'm going to kill you. But he was just like, and he gave me that look and I was like, you know, when you just sit up because you have nothing else to do. I was just like, you get like oh, and then my sister was just cracking up. I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. Yo, when I got home, this nigga threw me. Our first computer was a gateway. I don't know if you ever heard of a gateway. Yeah. <laughs> you and I landed on it. I hit the... <laughs> just like, stay there. And I was like... Bro. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to have a quick story just to rebuttal yours. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were uh, when we were kids, this was before... Actually, this is before my dad got locked up. We went to the store and I wanted the toy. My mom didn't get it for me, so I was pissed. And I, we, we used to have a, a green Ford minivan. 
And we get to the house and my mom leaves the car and I'm talking to my brother. I'm like, oh, she didn't get us a toy. I, I hate mommy. I wish she was dead. On some psycho what shit. What age was this? I don't even know. I was before my dad got locked up. So I had to have been like okay. five, five maybe. Yeah. So I was just super heated. And my brother gets out the car, leaves. Your brother's then, like one. Nah, he's uh, he's three years younger, so he was like he was like two, two or three, nine, yeah. maybe depending on how old I was. I was five or six, maybe. And I just remember, I'm like, why did he leave the car? So he goes, this nigga snitched on me. <laughs> the worst? So he goes and tells my dad that I said that, and like I'm just sitting in the car because my mom went inside to get something so that we would leave, and I'm just sitting in the car and I just see my dad come around the corner of the house, like with his belt in his hand. I'm like, why does he have his belt in his hand? <laughs> like as a kid, I'm like. I mean, I didn't do anything. So, like, why do you have his bonus in? And he just walking towards me. Yo, he yanked me out the car. And he beat me from the driveway. <laughs> we used to live on the second floor of this apartment, of this, like, apartment house. He beat me from the driveway upstairs into the apartment. And what he did was he would, he grabbed both my hands together and grabbed my wrist with one hand so and picked me yeah. up. And he used to have this belt with, it had metal bullets on it. It was like, it was just a design. It was like literally metal, metal bullets around the whole thing. Just picked me up off the air and just hitting me. And I'm like trying to go with like the, go with the, the hit. Flow. Like, like Shakira and shit. I was fucking belly dancing and that shit. Yo, he beat my ass. And he was like, don't you ever. And today I was like, I never said that shit again. I was like, I didn't even know what I was saying as a kid. I was just like pissed. That I didn't get a toy. Uh, this is, this is the same thing. I cut us off. We're going to keep talking shit. But it's the same thing. The same way that I said my first big curse word. And it was at a, my dad's softball game. I said binga for the first time, right? And it was around my aunt. It wasn't even around my parents. Fucking Cuban. I know, right? But I, you know, I would go to my dad's softball games every Tuesday, Thursday. Niggas used to play softball every day. And they always be like, coño, pinga, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, okay, let me just be the cool guy, right? I'm, I'm like walking with my friends. Because, you know, we'll go to my dad's softball game, but we'll go and do all the other yeah. shit. Climb trees and fucking play Manhunt. And I'm passing by the dugout. And this thing says that. I'm like, man, man, fuck, man, pinga. Yo, my aunt, Jackie, heard it. Oh, my God. She never hit me. But she always used to grab my ears uh, yeah. and pinch it with her long nails. She'd be like, come here. Come, I already knew when I saw this, like that. I was like, those, yeah, like that the, grit of the teeth. The teeth. I'm like, I'm like, she's like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. And now I look to my friend, like, yo, what did I say? And he was like, I don't know what you said. I was like, she's like, what did you say right now? And I was like, she's like, I tell me what you said. I was like, binga, binga. And she was like, do you know what that means? But mind you, the whole time she's holding my ear. My shit is dead ass bleeding right now gushing blood and I was like no and I just started busting out crying like a little bitch <laughs> I was like fuck this I've never seen this shit because I just heard and repeated you know like we're not supposed to I feel like I'm not part of this thug life yeah but anyways sorry we went off crazy talk but yeah. we always we went shit. way past what we were expecting to talk about fuck it what man. the fuck ever it's gonna be part of our episodes and we don't care that's where it is Go ahead, man. Take it away. I already, I already did. I already said my news. Well, then shit. Well, we're done, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> Thanks right, for guys. tuning in, guys. Episode number seven, man. Episode number seven. You guys take care. Be safe. Catch us always on the next episode. Peace.